Welcome to The Money Hour with host Tina Mitchell and co-host Keelan Harvey. Tina Mitchell, MLO 145420, and Keelan Harvey, MLO 133075, are licensed loan originators with Gateway Mortgage Group, LLC, and MLS 7233. The views expressed by the speakers on the following program are those of the speakers and do not necessarily reflect the views of Gateway Mortgage Group, LLC, nor are they necessarily endorsed by Gateway Mortgage Group, LLC. Now, in the studio, local mortgage experts, Tina Mitchell and Keelan Harvey. Welcome to the Money Hour at 1150 AM KKNW, the Saturday, June 29th show. I am your host, Tina Mitchell. And I'm your co-host, Keelan Harvey. Your local mortgage experts bringing in expert advice and inside knowledge on today's events in our economy and how it can affect your money. If you're hearing our show at a different time or day, you are listening to a rebroadcast. And we are here to connect you with the guests that we have on the show. Please call one 855 Again, that's one 855 411 or online at com. And our lineup for today's show is one guest. Normally we have three guests in studio, but our guest today is very special. So I wanted her to be here for the entire show. It is Elise Enriquez. And she is a productivity coach and cons- does consulting. Getting your systems together. Great information. Information and great guests to get in studio for more information or to talk with our guests, you can call 1 855 400 1150. Again, that's 1 855 400 1150 or online at themoneyr.com. And let's start out today with a little money chat. Money. Money. Well, Keelan, as I'm breaking things over here, right. <laughs> help Throwing me stuff out. around studio. What the heck? Help me out. What do you got for money chat today? Well, um, I thought I'd bring up my knee, you know, because um, I brought it up on the radio a few times. I'm a big mm-hmm. soccer player. I got invited to play for so England sad. and um, went through this whole rehab program and then um, went back to go play. My knee gave out. And like, I've had a lot of friends that have gone through this, go to the doctor and it is a torn ACL. So shout out to everybody out there who's recovered from injuries, athletes and stuff. Um, You know, we're talking about life and coaching and positivity today. Mm -hmm. And it's a huge hurdle and a really big bummer because he said I can't even jog for like 10 months. So talk about it. And I love my soccer. So it's, yeah. it's you know, it's, it'd be very easy to get down on yourself in a situation like that. But not Keelan, no. Well, no, and you're not. And you're smiling. <laughs> I actually kind of felt bad when you said it because you said it with a smile on your face. Like it wasn't as big of a deal as it was. First thing that came to my head is, oh, my gosh, I can't wait to make fun of you on crutches on a behind the right? scenes on the money hour. <laughs> right? That's all Tina thinks about. She's like, oh, man, I got an opportunity to make fun of video. him for days and weeks. Yeah. But, um, in all seriousness, no, it's I'm I it's I feel terrible for you. And I just hope that everything recovers because I, you know, I know how passionate you are about, about soccer. Well, I'm in very good hands. Uh, Dr. Yeah. Michael Morrison. You got hooked up to the best. I did. Yeah. If you know, if you follow Sounders, Jordan Morrison's dad is the orthoscopic surgeon for them. He's going to take mm-hmm. care of me. And uh, I just watched Jordan play in the gold cup the other day and he had a couple assists. He's an amazing soccer player. And mm. he himself is small world tore his ACL a year and a half ago and he's playing for the United States of America right now and killing it so everything's gonna be fine it's gonna be fine exactly and you can still work on your mortgage 
tasks. So exactly. It doesn't affect any of that. Yeah. yeah. Good. All right. Well, I thought I'd bring in a mid, mid-year <laughs> reflect and refocus. Our guest today is going to be talking about productivity uh, coaching, which is on the professional side, but productivity ties into uh, what you can do in your, your personal life as well. It really is. That's why we want to run a produ- productive business is so that we can have a productive life. And so I like mid-year because I really believe just really putting a strong focus once a year is not enough. Um, and and, you know, I like to do things at least on a, you know, look at it a quarterly basis. But if it's mid-year right now to kind of take a peek at what's going on. And so I just wanted to give you some questions to think about here as we wrap up our money chat. Uh, how do you deal with your challenges in life and business? Because I believe that all challenges are really opportunities, opportunities to find a solution. And so it's really a way for us to be thinking about how to do things be- better and bigger. So think about that. Ask yourself that question. Uh, what make what wakes you up in the morning? If you don't know why you do what you do, I really want you to focus on that because once you find out and really um, embrace why you're doing what you're doing, then it enables you to be the best at your craft because you have that attached to it. And what's important to you outside of business is really important as well. And that's really your why behind why you get up in the morning and do what you do. So how do you bring in what is important to you in life into what you do in business? Because you have talents, gifts, and passions. And when you recognize that, then you can bring those talents, gifts, and passions into your work. And when you do that, that's when you're really able to make a difference in someone else's life. And I'm in the mortgage industry. That's what I do. I'm going to do that until I retire. And my passion is there. I love mortgages. I love numbers. Um, for a regular, As a regular listener, you probably know that I created a mortgage software, founder and owner of Mortgage Triangle Software. So I'm really committed to the mortgage industry. But through that process, um, I work with a lot of real estate professionals. And um, I'm really passionate about efficiency, just as our coach here. And that's why I gave her the whole show, because what she does is just uh, magical and we're kindred spirits there. Uh, but I thought, why could I not bring in what I felt was a gift and a talent and a passion for me into my mortgage business? And that's what was the why behind creating my uh, program, One Time Your Business, that I coach real estate professionals. So what is yours and how do you bring that, your gifts and talents and passion into what you do in business? And then, you know, I, we hear a lot about story right now. And I, 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 it's so exciting that people are teaching and coaching around embracing your story and bringing your story into what you do, because I bet that you're doing what you're doing because of a story. You may not know that, but you, if you think about it, because I, you know, I, I didn't know in some of the things that I was doing, but I surely knew when I thought about it at my mortgage uh, practice, it's because my parents had a challenge keeping a roof over our head. You know, my little sister and I played our pi- violence at Pike Place Market to help keep a roof over our head. And I bought my first home when I was 20 years old, and it really helped me have a sense of pride and accomplishment and got me through a lot of struggles um, in my life that was happening at that time. And I thought, wow, if I could, when I was looking at making a career change from the food and beverage industry into and be an entrepreneur, I thought I'd need to do something to help people reach their dream of homeownership just like I did. And I thought mortgages. So why do you do what you do? How's that connect to your story? And then bring that in and share that because people connect to your story. It also helps to open them to really think about um, their story as well. And uh, what moment can you think back to that 
can change your perspective because here's the reality, whether you're in the beginning of the year, the mid-year, the end of the year, you have a perspective of what's happening in your business. And sometimes that perspective is not serving you at a high level. So I want you to build some positive triggers, some areas that you've accomplished and had big success in areas that you know that you might be struggling with. So you can tie that in and really draw into the positive side. And last, just really quickly, how you start your, your start and end your day, that needs to be a money chat on its own because it's really critically important. I'll bring that back another time. But I encourage for you to really think about getting motivated in the morning so you can conquer and power your day and make sure that you wrap up before you go to sleep with inspiration. So what are those things around that can really inspire you so you can have a nice sleep? Um, and I believe people get sick and tired. They are tired and sick because they're not sleeping well. Um, I go to bed at midnight. I get up at six o'clock in the morning. So I get six hours of sleep and it serves me at a very high level. I think it's because I close my day out at a very efficient way, which is all around inspiration, visualization and dream. So that's the money chat. Nothing to do with mortgages, but I thought it'd be really fun to bring it in and it'll tie in well to our coach in productivity. So coming up next on the money hour, getting your systems together, Elise Enriquez, productivity, coaching and consulting right here in 1150 AM KKNW after the short break. Are you a business owner stuck on the hamster wheel of just keeping up with your daily demands of your business? Are you letting clients, friends, and family down because things are slipping through the cracks? Or maybe you're a business owner with a team that's having a hard time with leadership? Elise Enrique's productivity coaching helps solopreneurs and entrepreneurs just like you create simple systems for sustainable success and they help small business owners get their team on track so that everyone can work together to help their customers and business grow. Elise Enrique's productivity coaching can help you create your bonus brain that will hold everything that needs to be remembered so that you can use your brain to solve problems and dream bigger. Elise is a certified life coach and Myers-Briggs type indicator facilitator that helps her clients achieve consistent year-over-year growth. And Elise takes a highly personalized and customized approach to helping her clients achieve their goals with less stress. This is Elise Enriquez with Elise Enriquez Productivity Coaching. To get more information on overcoming the overwhelm of entrepreneurship, you can call me at 206-909-2117 or reach me online at eliseenriquez.com. Again, that's 206-909-2117 or eliseenriquez.com. You're listening to The Money Hour with your host, Tina Mitchell, and co-host, Keelan Harvey, on Alternative Talk AM 1150. Now, back to the show with local mortgage experts, Tina Mitchell and Keelan Harvey. Welcome back to The Money Hour on 1150 AM, KKNW, the Saturday, June 29th show. I am your host, Tina Mitchell. And I'm your co-host, Keelan Harvey. You're a local mortgage expert. It's a great day to talk about money, and that's what the show is all about, how to make money, Uh, so you can have a better quality of life for you and your family. If you're listening to our show at a different time or day, you are listening to a rebroadcast, but we're here to connect you with the guests that we have on the show. Please call the show at 1-855-411-50. Again, that's 1-855-411-50 or online at themoneyara.com. In studio right now, we have Elise Enriquez, productivity, coaching, and consulting. And we're going to be talking with her this time with her visit about getting your systems together. Elise, thank you so much for coming back in studio. Thanks for having me. I love being here. 
Yes, it's a it's a great it's great to have you the entire show. So excited. So a little bit about Elise. Elise is a productivity coach and consultant who specializes in working with self-aware, entrepreneurial minded people to overcome the overwhelm of life and business and to create more fulfilling lives and success that is sustainable. She takes her expertise in the operational world of corporate America and sales world of real estate and the transformation world of coaching to helping you build personalized systems and strategies to move forward what matters most and we are again kindred spirits because we're in the same space a little bit so Elise thank you again for being here yes we are both systems chicks we are oh I love that we are systems (laughs) chicks yes love it productivity power couple over yes. here. Mm-hmm. So true. I know. We need to like power up and do some sort of joint something somehow. Okay, <laughs> we're, yeah, we're definitely getting on that one. Since you made the invite, I'm going to take it. Right, let's do it. That would be scary. You guys are pretty productive, uh-huh. so uh-huh. I don't know what you guys would accomplish, but you know, there's the, the feeling of feeling like you're busy, and then there's actually getting stuff done, mm-hmm. and Elise, mm-hmm. it's so good to have you on the show, and productivity uh, is so important. Um, can you speak on a little bit about your take on productivity, and and um, what does it mean to you and um, kind of your focus on coaching with that? Yeah. You know, I think a lot of times people think of productivity as just getting more done, getting a lot done, um, can kind of confuse it with efficiency sometimes. And to me, productivity is moving forward what matters most, right? So there's a lot of things we could be doing. There's a lot of things that are asking for our time. But if we are letting a lot of those things get in the way of what matters most, we're not truly being productive. And those things can be at any level of our life or business. It could be at, at you know, in our in our personal life. It could be in the business mm-hmm. world. It can be in growing. It could be in building systems, whatever it is. Something matters right now to, that's going to take you to the next level. And productivity means moving those things forward, not every just everything forward. So, Elise, let's talk about productivity in everyday life. What does that look like to you? To me, the productivity dream <laughs> is, <laughs> is waking up. No, so you, you, no, it is waking up. And I loved what you're saying. You're saying, like, we need to do a whole show on morning and evening yes. you know, routine kind of stuff. So there's definitely a component of that, like, like assuming there's a good morning routine already yes. in terms of you know, taking in good stuff, moving your body, you know, drinking a whole thing of water, you know, all those kinds of things that are really great, that we know are really great to do, visualizations. Once you get into your day, do you know what you need to be doing to move these things forward? So to me, it's being able to start your day, look at one place to say, here's everything I know that needs to get done today. Mm -hmm. Here's the stuff I've already identified that is going to move forward what matters most, rather than let me open up my email inbox and have that tell me yes. what needs to get done today. Because yes. that's what everybody else wants you to do. And sometimes you need to do those things, especially as business owners, right? Especially in the real estate and lending spaces. But what does it mean to you to move something forward? And how do you make sure that you know what those things are? So I believe in having one place that you can open up to say, this is all the stuff that I need to do yeah. to move forward what matters most today. Yeah, and I so I, I so much agree with that, that the the last part of, I've, I talk about the get ready in your day. You get ready in the morning before you leave your house. That's all around personal. And then you get ready for your day when you come into the office. And just like you said, opening up and making a decision. Now, you've already done this in your wrap up. You've decided at the end of the day what you're going to commit to do. But then you're re-looking at it in the morning and really committing to those items off of, you know, we're going to get into the systems and things that you're going to share, I'm sure. Um, And then you go to your inbox and you start getting into that piece of it. Would you agree with that, Elise? Yeah, totally. Because it's it's what you've already decided is going to be important. Yes. And the email is everything else, right? And there's some important things in there 
but not all of is it important. And yeah. so a lot of times people get really folks at trying to answer all these emails. And it's like sometimes those aren't the important things to be answering. Mm-hmm. One out of five of them might be. Sure. But not all five of them, yeah. well, as if there's only five when we <laughs> – <laughs> wouldn't that be awesome? Well, we can talk – we average – Caitlin, where are you right now? Uh, probably six. Yeah, he's probably – and I'm probably averaging about ten emails in my inbox. Victoria, what are you right now? Yeah. I mean, we run a very right. high efficiency inbox and it's so cool because we're always, you can't hear Victoria, but she just, she said five, she's behind the scenes here taking videos and stuff. But yeah, we're, we're always like, what do you have going on in your inbox? And it's just because it's getting it set up to really be efficient. Mm-hmm. Um, and lots of, you know, we could have a whole show on that with you with running yeah. a high efficiency inbox, yeah, right? Totally. Yeah. Yeah. I like, at least how you always say moving forward, mm-hmm. like you're always referring to what moves us forward because you can get a lot of stuff done in a day or feel like you did, but then wake up the next day and say, okay, so what really happened? Like, what, what where did I move forward? So that's really awesome. And you, mm-hmm. and you also refer to the bonus brain. Mm-hmm. I've heard you talk about the bonus brain. Can you talk a little bit about that with us? Sure. If I can cycle back for a second to the moving forward part. Yeah, yeah. yeah. One of the things I talk about a lot with people is when, you know, when, when they're stuck in some sort of negative mindset and when they're... Uh, believing a thought that maybe isn't helpful, you know, what is the thing that they do to kind of numb out, right? There's like something that they do, like they get stressed, they get overwhelmed, and they numb out in some way. And, you know, some people numb out with alcohol, some people numb out with drugs or eating or shopping or whatever, but doing stuff, checking things off your list is a way that you can numb out. Checking stuff off that isn't really important, just doing all these little things Mm -hmm. so you you feel like you're doing something, but you're not doing what matters. And that's totally one of my numbing choices, right? (laughs) It's like, I could just do, do, do. I love that numbing out. Yeah, and because you are, you're trying to make yourself like feel better in some way so you don't have to feel the bad feeling that you're feeling, right? So I, that is like one of the things I always have to watch out for is, am I doing this because I said I wanted to do this and it's Mm -hmm. gonna move this thing forward, you know, these important things forward? Or am I doing this just to do something? Yeah. It makes me feel so good when I progress, too. Like, mm-hmm. when I feel like I'm moving forward, mm-hmm. I feel great about that. When I don't feel like I'm moving forward, then you're like, you get it's easy to get on yourself and then want to numb because you're like, what did I do today? Yeah. Yep. But that feeling of moving forward just feels so good. Yeah, mm-hmm. it does. And that's I think we need action in order to, to make any kind of progress, right? Mm-hmm. There's only so much you can cycle through in your brain mm-hmm. before you have to actually do something in the real world to see if it's going to work. And, yeah. I, and that's why I see a lot of two. But you did ask about the bonus brain. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. yeah. So we'll talk about brain. the bro- Yeah. <laughs> so to me, the bonus brain is just the place that holds everything that needs to be remembered so that you're not counting on your brain to do it. Because I have found that our brains are the least... The, the least reliable storage devices out there, right? Yeah. Like our brains are the ones that tell us to buy bread when we are at Home Depot, right? Like our brains just, they know we need bread. It doesn't it doesn't know when to tell us this. That's so true. That's it's awesome. just like firing off stuff all the time, right? In addition to the unhelpful things that our brains can yeah. do as well. It's trying to help, but it does it has no concept of context. Mm-hmm. It has no concept of priority. And so when we're trying to hold stuff there, it's really hard to be present with the people in front of us. It's hard mm-hmm. for us to be strategic. Yeah. It's hard for us to be creative. And so to me, the bonus brain is a place that holds everything that needs to be remembered in order so you can actually be present with the people that you're with. And that's super important in business, yeah. but it's really important in life. Like 
to actually be there with your children and to be there with your partner and to be there with your friends, right? So true. I always say that when you think of something that you want to remember, you want to be able to have a place to make note to where you know it's going to be safe so you can release and move on. And that's exactly what you're saying. So you can be present and you can know and then you're not thinking, did I remember or what was that? And so, yeah, um, so true, Elise. So how do you build a bonus brain and what is the first step to doing that? Sure. So what you were talking about is spot on, right? Like people, they'll jot it down somewhere. They'll jot it down on a notepad. They'll jot it down mm-hmm. on a sticky. They're like, oh, I'm, I'm going to use my notes app on my phone now. They're uh-huh. like putting it everywhere, but there's no one place that they go to that they trust. Mm-hmm. And so it's important to have that place. That's the very first thing you want to think about is where am I going to gather the undone things? Where am I going to gather the things that need to be considered and the things that need to be done? And sometimes those things are going to be physical things. Like we all have papers in front of us. I'm probably going to take notes on this because you guys are going to say something brilliant and I'm going to want to read that book that you mentioned or something like that, right? You know, and like go reference, go check that out later. You haven't wrote anything down yet there, Elise. Well, I've been doing too much talking. (laughs) Give us time for brilliance. Exactly. The promise is coming. We're we're warming you guys up, you know? But like, what what do you do when you have those, those moments when you're capturing those things? So sometimes it's going to be physical stuff. And sometimes it's going to be something that pops into your head or it's going to be, you know, a voicemail that you got or a text Mm -hmm. or, gosh, now a message on social media somewhere. And, like, there's all these inputs. And it's a matter of of having a limited number of places that you gather them up Mm -hmm. and then empty on a regular basis. And so identifying your intentional gathering spots is really important. So we have a lot of unintentional gathering spots. Our Mm -hmm. email inboxes can be one of those, like our phone. Um, Like I said, notepads everywhere and stickies everywhere. All those kinds of things are very unintentional when you kind of picture the messy desk that sometimes we can see. And so it's a matter of making spots intentional. And you do that by having a limited number of spots. Uh-huh. So I have an in-tray on my desk that holds everything that can wait till Friday, right? Yep. Yeah. Um, and then uh, having things that are close to you. So there's something on my desk, but also my phone. So I have an app on my phone where when, you know, oh gosh, I need to remember to, it goes yes. straight into that app. Yep. And I know that anything I think of like that only ever goes there. It yes. goes nowhere else. Yep. And if it goes there, then I will find it later. And exactly. I won't have to worry about yeah. am I going to remember to do this. Yeah. Um, so important. And I've, I use a task manager that I've got mm-hmm. projects for every single, you know, my my wish list. I've, I do an inspirational break uh, podcast. I've got an idea for inspirational break. It goes there. If I've got something, I'm, an idea for money chat here. I mean, it's it has that very special place um, in that one place. And I want to go back really quickly because we were talking about email and there's all these different places that people keep things, email being one of them. And you may be going Going, well, there's no way that, you know, Tina, Victoria and Keelan have that average in their inbox. It is. And it's true. But but there are so many. I've got 15 tips around this. But the one tip is um, setting up follow up alerts to where you when be, people have emails in there that somebody has to do something in order mm-hmm. to clear it out or they want to remember something to do with that. And it just sits in their inbox instead. Set up follow up alerts so it goes out of your inbox and it comes back and reminds you when it's time for you to do something. Yeah. Um, and then also setting up your um, your folders of where things go so you can have a time block time that you're going to look at marketing stuff. So all those cool marketing emails that you most likely will never get to but you don't want to leave lose so you're going to leave it there have it automatically, that marketing, go into the marketing folder and have a time block that you go through and take a look at your marketing staff. I mean, there's just, you know, it's so easy, but it's so hard because you have to be willing to create different habits, which we're going to talk about uh, change to here today. Mm-hmm. I would have driven you guys nuts. When I my first job, I was a leasing consultant and I had 78 sticky notes around. So my <laughs> gathering was sticky notes on my screen. Mm-hmm. Broke that habit and I'm really organized now, but um, thank goodness. But you guys would have probably freaked out a little bit. Well, it's, uh, it's okay to, to jot things down, 
but you got to process them at some point, right? Yes. Like it's okay to jot it down. I'm 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 like writing things down. I write things down in sticky notes still, mm-hmm. but either I process it immediately or I know it can wait till Friday and it goes into my entry. Well, the key is organization. You mm-hmm. have a method and yep. an organization behind mm-hmm. it, so mm-hmm. it goes into a process immediately, and you know what that is. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't retain energy from your brain, right? Exactly. Exactly. Right. Oh, so, that's good. Um, now we've gathered. We figured out our gathering method. We've, mm-hmm. you know, we have our place and where we gather our things. What do we do now, Elise? Well, Tina, you kind of mentioned already about having like that task system. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a yeah. I, I say task list, but it really holds all of my projects. It holds everything except for maybe writing. So for my task list, I use a program called GQs. It's super affordable. I think it's like thirty bucks a year for goodness mm-hmm. sakes. I mean, it's really affordable and it's really simple, and you can customize it as much as you want to. But the bottom line is if something pops into my head, it goes into my GQ's inbox, Mm -hmm. and then I can process it later. So I think what happens is people can overcomplicate their task lists and and have too many projects and too many subtasks and all these things. And that's fine to have that, but that means they don't put anything in there to begin with because they have to figure out how am I going to organize it. For now, just get it in there and then figure out how to organize it when it comes time to process it. But just having that one place where you can put – any kind of action, any kind of idea, any kind of thought, any kind of oops, I forgot, or I need to remember, or follow up like you're talking yes. about for emails or phone calls that you made or texts that you sent. It's having that one place, and I, I use GQs. And then once it's in that inbox, then I do have a kind of like what you could call a folder structure mm-hmm. for where that task goes. But it's done in a way that when I come in on a Monday morning, I can click on do today and see everything that I have put in there for all of time that said needed to be ha- happen on Monday. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Well, Lisa, take us to, to break here, but we're going to stay with Elise coming up next on the Money Hour. Uh, we're going to continue talking about productivity, coaching and consulting, getting your systems together right here on 1150 AM KKNW after this short break. Are you a business owner stuck on the hamster wheel of just keeping up with your daily demands of your business? Are you letting clients, friends, and family down because things are slipping through the cracks? Or maybe you're a business owner with a team that's having a hard time with leadership. Elise Enrique's productivity coaching helps solopreneurs and entrepreneurs just like you create simple systems for sustainable success. And they help small business owners get their team on track so that everyone can work together to help their customers and business grow. Elise Enrique's productivity coaching can help you create your bonus brain that will hold everything that needs to be remembered so that you can use your brain to solve problems and dream bigger. Elise is a certified life coach and Myers-Briggs type indicator facilitator that helps her clients achieve consistent year-over-year growth. And Elise takes a highly personalized and customized approach to helping her clients achieve their goals with less stress. This is Elise Enriquez with Elise Enriquez Productivity Coaching. To get more information on overcoming the overwhelm of entrepreneurship, you can call me at 206-909-2117 or reach me online at eliseenriquez.com. Again, that's 206-909-2117 or eliseenriquez.com. You're listening to The Money Hour with your host, Tina Mitchell, and co-host, Keelan Harvey on Alternative Talk AM 1150. Now, back to the show with local mortgage experts, Tina Mitchell and Keelan Harvey. Welcome back to The Money. You're on 1150 AM KKNW, the Saturday, June 29th show. I am your host, Tina Mitchell. And I'm your co-host, Keelan Harvey. You're a local mortgage experts. We are here to help you build a strong financial blueprint. 
one week and one show at a time. If you're hearing our show at a different time or day, you are listening to a rebroadcast, but we're here to connect you with the guests that we have on the show. You can call the show at 1-855-411-50. Again, that's 1-855-411-50 or online at themoneyr.com. In studio right now, continued conversation with Elise Enriquez, productivity coach and consulting, getting your systems together. And uh, again, it's just really exciting to have you here, Elise, and we're having a great conversation. We kind of left off before we went to break. We're talking about... Uh, a task and you're talking about the bonus brain and um, how to have one place that you know your stuff is going to be and it's going to be easy to get to it. So I'm kind of circling back around on that. Once you have your task list set up so you know where your stuff is, uh, how how do you advise and coach your clients to now tackle that and what's next? How to tackle the task list? Mm -hmm. Well, that's going to be a matter of setting up what I always tell people is like get Get it out of your head. Get everything out of your head first. And once you have it all out of your head, we can see what's really happening in your life and business. Once we can see what's happening in your life and business, we can set up the structure for how to organize your projects, how to organize your business, how, mm-hmm. how to organize everything, right? Uh, and that way they have places, like you're saying, having email folders for mm-hmm. things to go. It's like having places for these tasks to live until yes. they need to be done. Yeah. But it has to be done in line with how they do their life and their business. So yeah. I can have recommendations on here are some of the key folders you might want to set up as a business owner or I work with enough people in real estate or lending or insurance to be able to say, you know, in these businesses, this is what my clients usually find helpful. Yes. But it isn't until we see the, all of the stuff that's in their head, right, all yeah. the real things that are swimming around that we can actually help them figure out how to structure that so that it works for them and that they'll keep using it because um, your system is no good unless you're going to use it. And it's it's this catch-22 that happens with any kind of tool or system or your know, change that you're going to make is if you don't trust the system, mm-hmm. you won't use it. But if you don't use it, you won't trust it. And so <laughs> yeah. when they're going through my programs, I'm like, so the, the problem is right now you don't get to have trust yet. You have yeah. to just use it in order yes. to build that trust. So we've got to start somewhere. So that means just using it. And that's why having a coach is so important like you because it's keeping, it's not, you know, we hear about keeping accountable for, um, you know, building your sales system and making those lead generation calls and all the things that are critically important in business if you're in sales. Um, but you also need somebody to help keep you accountable mm-hmm. to be setting up the systems and doing the task in the most efficient and productivity product product uh productive way mm-hmm. is really is really important. So and I love how you said too that you know they need to have the buy in you need to give them options whether it's you know um, I, I love Asana that's my task manager that I use I also recommend Trello um, uh, you've got your recommendations and I think giving them uh, tools to use to take a look at to see because I think visually is important as well yeah. that they need to visually be connected to what that looks like mm-hmm. um, and you know and, and find out where they're concerns are at of what they think something is going to get lost so that you can show that you can find anything that you want in any of these tools, find by date, find by word. And, you know, it's just amazing. Whereas try to look in your inbox and try to find something. It's so funny because I've, I've looked at people when I was like, well, what do you, you know, what do you need to find or look for in just a test mode of where it's at? And they don't even use the search bar. They're literally trying to look and they start going through folders, right? Like, yeah. So anyways, it's Uh kind of, yeah. It's kind of fun. Well, speaking of emails, I mean, that's probably the most common one I'm sure you see because anybody that gets a ton of emails, that's like your life. You're like living out of this email yeah. cesspool, uh, it could feel like, right? Yeah. What is your take, Elise, on emails and uh, and how it all fits in and how do, how do you get organized with your emails? 
Well, one of the ways I think about email is that it's really not all that different than having clutter on your desk. It's just, it's, it's, technical clutter, right? Virtual it's like clutter. it's e- virtual clutter. It's e-clutter, yeah. right? Yeah. You know? And so it's no different and it causes that much stress and anxiety because what's happening is it's a bunch of stuff that's not known. So you can have, whether you have, you know, two screens worth of emails, which is going to be what, I don't know. If, I don't even know. Cause I'm never, <laughs> I never have two screens anymore. <laughs> to be honest. But, but you can have like a hundred or 50 or a thousand or 10,000 emails. Most people have 10, you know this. Yes. Most people have yes. 10 thousands of emails yep. in their inbox. Yeah. We start with some Crazy. big, Crazy. we start with some big numbers. So if you've got 10,000 emails in your inbox, don't worry because you're part of the majority. Yes. 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 People think that they're alone when they have 10,000. I'm like, no, it's, you're not. Yeah. It's this big shameful thing. And, and mm-hmm. one, so a couple things on this. One is, it does. If it works for you, mm-hmm. I don't care. Yeah. People will say, "Oh, you're going to freak out when I tell you how many emails I have." I'm like, yeah. I don't really care. Uh-huh. If it freaks you out, then I'm concerned. Exactly. Right. But if not, and it works mm-hmm. for you to have ten thousand emails, I uh-huh. don't care. Good uh-huh. for you that it's working. For me, it doesn't work. Right. Yeah. And but and so people say it's no big deal until they get to inbox zero, uh-huh. and then they're like, "Oh, this is actually really nice." Uh-huh. Because what happens is when we when everything is a mess, it's all cluttered, and we don't know what's in there. We don't know what's not getting done. Yes, and that's where the anxiety comes from. The anxiety comes from not knowing what's not getting done. Yep. Stress can come from having a lot to do. Yes. Right. But anxiety comes from not knowing what's not getting done. That's what keeps us up at night. That's what makes us worried that we're dropping a ball yeah. or something slipping through the cracks, yep. right? Especially um, in the world of real estate lending where, like, it's a lead slipping through the cracks, which is income mm-hmm. slipping through the cracks, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. And so not knowing what's not getting done is killing us. So mm-hmm. we got to get things known. And so getting that's what getting things to zero, getting your inbox to zero, getting everything to your task list, yes. creating a calendar you can trust. It's just getting things known and seeing what reality is. So the first thing I do when people have a ton of emails is step one is I tell them, pick a date and archive. Pick a date exactly. within whatever's comfortable for you. And it's so mm-hmm. funny because when I teach my class and say June, and this just happened, they'll say, okay, from the beginning of the year, from, uh-huh. from you know December 31st back, I'm okay with archiving that. I say, okay, just move all of those emails that are older than that into an mm-hmm. archive. That's step number one. Yep. Then go through. And delete and unsubscribe from whatever you possibly can. Yes. Sort by who things are from. If they're if you're getting an email from the car dealership for the car that you bought and sold four years ago, like yep. you don't even have the car anymore, mm-hmm. but you're still getting oil change emails, like unsubscribe. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> delete all those Honda emails yes. or whatever emails, Audi emails, whatever. Delete all of those. Unsubscribe, right? Unsubscribe from, you know, your uncle's taxidermy yes. newsletter if you don't want to get it. Unsubscribe from my emails if you don't uh-huh, want to get those. Uh-huh. Like, I don't care. Like, get it out of your inbox, right? Yeah. Um, so they go through and do that. And then after that, everything that remains are usually, there could be, there could be uh, a hundred or a couple hundred left, possibly. Uh-huh. The rest need to just be decided, but usually they just, most of them can be filed away. Yeah. And so it's a matter of giving them that permission. So they start saying they're like six months back, right? They'll say, okay, December 31st. Uh And then when they start doing that, they're like, never mind. 30 days old, anything that's yeah. older than 30 days. That's what I said. So set up an automatic archive 30 days. Yep, and just, they're like, oh my God, really? Archive? Well, are, if you haven't done it for 30 days, are you ever going to do yeah. it? You're not. And if you want to get back to it, it's, it's you can over find there. It. You can exactly. search it. Have you guys heard of Unroll yeah. Me? I have, yeah. Oh, yeah, what's that's a really, me? really cool one. It automatically does that. So it, it, it it's a system in which it finds all these, because you don't even know you're mm-hmm. signing up for them half the time, uh-huh. and, and some of it goes to spam, so it automatically detects what is spamming you, and you can choose to 
to stop it right there and then. So you don't have to go through and try to figure out everything. It does yeah. it all for you. It's pretty neat. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I'm going to make sure of that. Uh-huh. Yeah, I think, that's, I think it's a great way to tackle like when you are at that 10,000 level. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, but that's... once you get to zero, it's easy to it's easy to manage it at that point. Once you it get to so zero once, And then when, you, you when you're, you're excited because when that email does come in, that's a new email, you're looking, okay, do I want this? No, I don't. I'm going to unsubscribe right now. Or I do want it, but I really don't have time to have... Uh, Elisa's or Tina's or somebody's email coming in during business. So I'm Mm going to set it up to go into this particular folder. Mm -hmm. And I know that that folder is for my coaching people that I'm looking, you know, towards or whatever Mm -hmm. that case may be. Yeah, I think it's so exciting. And the other thing, too, is when when just ask yourself or or time or test yourself and how many times you're re-looking at emails in your inbox. It's just it's crazy when you actually monitor that that that's where you see that this is, I'm wasting so much time here. Mm-hmm. Talk about one timing, right? That's not what exactly. happens. And, and the reason why that's happening, and that's the same thing for when people have like a, a, a task list or their quote unquote to-do list, uh-huh. right? They have their to-do list written out and it's the same things over and over again yeah. because they still haven't done them. Yes, It's because they haven't defined what the next action is. Yep. So whether it's email, whether it's a piece of paper that's been lying around that you still haven't done anything mm-hmm. about, whether it's, you know, something on, you know, that you've come up with that's on your to-do list, it's a matter of identifying the next action. Yes. So it's looking at that email or the emails that remain, right, and saying, what is this? Mm-hmm. And I always tell people, describe that as if you have to describe it to me, and I don't know anything about life or business, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> describe it in the most dumb way possible, because if you have to describe it in that amount of detail, the next question do I need to do anything about it? Yes. Is really clear. Yep. Right? And so when they have to describe it to me <laughs> or pretend like they're describing it to me, uh-huh. then it becomes clear, do I need to do anything about this? And if they do need to do something about it and they can do it in two minutes or less, they just do it. I follow David Allen's rule from getting things done of like two minutes uh-huh. or less, just do it. Yes. There's It, it wastes time to look at it again exactly. and think about it again. If it's going to take longer than two minutes or less, mm-hmm. and this again is email, paper laying around, anything, yep. anything, right? Anything that's undone. Then you say, "Am I the best one to do this? Yep. Do you know? Can Victoria do this better yes. than me? Is she better suited for this than yep. me? Right? <laughs> She's. You're probably better suited than this for me. She does, Tina, does, she, Tina does that all the time. Yeah. <laughs> but you're. But it, but it's not always whether or not you have an assistant. Because a lot of people yeah. say, "I don't have an assistant. I can't afford one." Uh-huh. Sometimes it's a matter of I need to ask my insurance agent. I need yes. to ask my accountant. That's delegating as exactly. well, right? Exactly. I need to hire an. I need to hire an account. Mm-hmm. I need to hire a bookkeeper. Right. Yeah. And so what's so the the next action? Am I the best one to do this? It might be my accountant. And now I send an email to my accountant. Sure. If I ask a question, am I the best one to do this? And the answer is yes. <laughs> Dang yeah. it! Right. You know. Uh-huh. Then it's a matter of okay. By when does it and need then to get do it done? before you move on to something new? I always say get the old stuff done. Obviously, you got to do urgent stuff first. But the urgent comes from procrastinating and pushing off the old. Get the old stuff done before you allow yourself to get to any of the new stuff. Mm-hmm. And that's how you run an unefficient task email or anything. Yeah, I think touching one time as much as possible is yes. great, but sometimes things you can't do in that moment, yep. right? Yeah, you, ha- you don't have you really don't have the time and you're really just processing. And the reason why I'm saying this is that sure I'm I'm doing this throughout my week, so my inbox probably right now I think has seven or eight emails in uh-huh, it, right? Uh-huh. But every Friday I get to zero no matter what. Yeah. Every Friday that entry on my desk gets to empty no matter yeah, what. Yes. And so at that point I'm not I don't have time to do it all. I'm just getting everything known. Mm-hmm. So I don't have the anxiety of not knowing what's not getting done. Yeah, right. So true. So we've got two minutes, and I'd like um, I'd like to talk about calendar yeah. um, management. So talk a little bit about that and how you help in uh, calendar productivity. 
Man, having a calendar you can trust is critical. This is, it's like, it's the thing that people don't expect to get the most out of when we do our program, but it is the thing where it shows you the reality of your day. Uh-huh. It is so important to have a calendar you can trust and a calendar that only has appointments on it. Um, it there's there is there's room for time blocking, and maybe we can talk about time blocking after yeah, the break. Sure. But generally speaking, having only on your calendar the things where your brain and body need to be in some way, whether it's on a phone call with another mm-hmm. person or an appointment with another person. Other than that, tasks should not go there. Yes. It just clutters things up. And you don't, Mm. you can't tell how much time you have. And so the beauty of having a calendar you can trust is that when you have just appointments on there and you look at the rest of your day, any white space is how much time you have to get anything else done. Yeah. You have a very clear visual of how much time you actually have. You can compare that to your to-do list and then get realistic about how much you should expect from yourself that day and how much needs to get put off to another day. Love it. So we're going to talk about time blocking when we get back here uh, with Elise. And coming up next in the Money Hour, Elise Enriquez, productivity coaching and consulting, getting your systems together right here at 1150 AM KKNW after this short break. Are you a business owner stuck on the hamster wheel of just keeping up with your daily demands of your business? Are you letting clients, friends, and family down because things are slipping through the cracks? Or maybe you're a business owner with a team that's having a hard time with leadership? Elise Enrique's productivity coaching helps solopreneurs and entrepreneurs just like you create simple systems for sustainable success. And they help small business owners get their team on track so that everyone can work together to help their customers and business grow. Elise Enrique's productivity coaching can help you create your bonus brain that will hold everything that needs to be remembered so that you can use your brain to solve problems and dream bigger. Elise is a certified life coach and Myers-Briggs type indicator facilitator that helps her clients achieve consistent year-over-year growth. And Elise takes a highly personalized and customized approach to helping her clients achieve their goals with less stress. This is Elise Enriquez with Elise Enriquez Productivity Coaching. To get more information on overcoming the overwhelm of entrepreneurship, you can call me at 206-909-2117 or reach me online at eliseenriquez.com. Again, that's 206-909-2117 or eliseenriquez.com. You're listening to The Money Hour with your host, Tina Mitchell, and co-host, Keelan Harvey, on Alternative Talk AM 1150. Now, back to the show with local mortgage experts, Tina Mitchell and Keelan Harvey. Welcome back to The Money Hour on 1150 AM KKNW, the Saturday, June 29th show. I'm your host, Tina Mitchell. And I'm your co-host, Keelan Harvey. You're a local mortgage experts. We bring in studio each week the best of the best experts in every area regarding your financing. We're here to help you in today's economy. If you're hearing our show at a different time or day, you are listening to a rebroadcast. If you'd like to to talk with our guests that we have on the show, please call the show at 1-855-411-50. Again, that's 1-855-411-50 or online at themoneyr.com. And in studio, we're wrapping up our show. We've had the entire show here with Elise Enriquez, productivity, coaching and consulting, and we're talking about getting your systems together. At least before we went to break, we were talking about time blocking and we were, uh, and, and calendars. How do you time block and what are the rules around that? What's your philosophy around time blocking? Yeah, I used to kind of have a, I used to kind of, I used to kind of have a, <laughs> uh, a rule about no time blocking on mm-hmm. your calendar. Um, 
And then that, I mean, that's the beauty of getting to work with so many different kinds of people and different in different careers and roles that they have is that, you know, there really does need sometimes to be time set aside or at least your calendar blocked off so that other people can access it mm-hmm. um, for so that you can do things like for some people, it's lead generation. For other people, you know, I've worked with people who do writing for a living, like they actually earn their money yes. writing and they are so busy doing so many other things that they aren't saving time to do the thing that makes the money. That's just like a salesperson not saving time to do power hour. Exactly. It's craziness. Exactly. And so I don't necessarily block it on my calendar visually, right? Like on my actual work calendar, Mm -hmm, I don't mm -hmm. necessarily block out that time. It really is only appointments. But... Only um, only certain things happen in that time, right? So mm-hmm. I, I don't make that time available to anybody else. So if yeah. there's if I'm doing my follow-up, so my follow-up and set it up kind of stuff for uh, potential clients, right? That happens in the morning, hopefully before anything else happens, right? Mm-hmm. And so I time block, but not necessarily on my calendar itself. If other people have access to your calendar, though, and they can book you directly, then sometimes it's going to be important to put those blocks of time on your calendar. But it's going to vary, I think, from profession to profession. And I think that you should only time block if you're actually going to stick to it. A lot of people don't do it, and then they just look at it and feel guilty the whole time. And so Mm -hmm. I just say, all right, well, then don't do it anymore and see how you do without doing any lead gen. And then yeah. um, <laughs> guess what? They pretty soon yeah. they get back to it. You know, yeah. it's like I'm like I'm not going to force anybody to do it. Like, go ahead, let's uh-huh. do this little experiment where you don't time block and you don't stick uh-huh. to it. Yeah, and you let's know, see how, see how this goes. Yeah. Exactly. What about Love fun, that. Elise? I've heard somebody like say, put your fun on there, like the things that you want to do with your time first. What do you What do you think about that? I definitely, I definitely put vacation on my calendar first. <laughs> I'm not I was even gonna can- say I'm guilty. Mm-hmm. In in October, I look ahead at the next year and I look for all of my opportunities for days off. So I have my schedule set up in a way where I I don't I usually have people on the first and third or the second and fourth day of the month. Mm-hmm. Sometimes there's a fifth Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, or Friday, which means mm. that's going to be a free day for for me, right? Where I'm not where I'm not already going to be scheduled to see clients, and so I block those right away so that nobody else can book me just in yes. case, and then I can plan vacations around those times so I don't have to shuffle my schedule all around. Yeah, awesome. I know that if we're going to do a family vacation or we do like the snow cabin with my family, like all of that stuff gets blocked out for the whole. year year first so that I'm protecting the time that really matters so much to me is that time with friends and family yeah. and then next uh, next importance is my clients so that all that time gets blocked out and then everything comes in after that love it yeah love it so we've tackled uh, tasks calendar email what about files and documents and just general information that you need to keep track of um, and necessary actionable items that you need to do. Yeah. When it comes to, you know, files and files and your, you know, your computer and stuff like that, I'm a big fan of just having like your email file structure match uh-huh. your the rest of your file structure. Great. Like keep things pretty simple. But then there, so the, the the file stuff people usually figure out. Like I have this thing, I need to keep it. It's for my insurance. You have your insurance holder in your cabinet or in your email mm-hmm. or whatever. But then there's just ideas. Right. There's stuff that that needs to get expanded on. And I'm a big fan of OneNote or Evernote. So this stuff isn't actionable. It's just stuff that you're kind of riffing on right now. It's stuff that you're thinking about. It's stuff that you're maybe going to implement someday and you want to be able to expand on it. But it's also a place for me. It's Evernote. It's a place where I keep information about every single one of my accounts, like every single Mm -hmm. utility account. It's my clues for my logins and passwords. It's the history of like any like questions about payment that I had or how frequently things are happening. All my blogs go there. So it's, ha- but again, it's one place. Yes. So if it's not in my task list, if it's not in GQs, then, because that's only the actionable stuff, then anything yeah. that's non-actionable is in my Evernote. So it yeah. just, I just really limit the number of places that things need to live and need to be. Yeah. 
So, Elise, uh, we are all organized. We have, we've gone, we got a bonus brain. I mean, <laughs> we got our gathering spots. We got our task list. We got our feels email so figured out. Everything feels amazing. But life keeps coming at us, right? And it doesn't stop. So, and I'm sure people tell you, but there's more. It just keeps coming. Mm-hmm. So what do you do for your, uh, for your clients then? I know. What's your advice? Don't you wish we could get to inbox zero and then just have it stay there, right? <laughs> like well, then we would it. have no business, That's though, true. Right? That's yeah. true. We don't want that. Yes. We don't want that. Never mind. Scratch that. Forget <laughs> I said that universe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's where I do a weekly systems check. So you heard me say earlier that I get my email inbox to zero. Mm-hmm. I get the entry on my desk to zero. Every single Friday, it's an appointment that I have with, well, it was an appointment that I had with myself that I wasn't doing. Uh So talking about time blocking and not doing it, right? Mm -hmm. And I noticed that I wasn't doing it. I noticed I wasn't doing it. I was just like, gosh. And so what happened was I had this in-tray that had scary stuff in it, right? Because I wasn't Mm -hmm. sure what was in there. (laughs) And so I had this whole system set up that wasn't working Mm -hmm. because I wasn't truly processing everything every single week. And so I finally got it set up so that not only am I committed to myself every Friday, but I'm committed to a whole group of people every Friday. So anybody that goes through my Get Your Systems Together program, Mm -hmm. every Friday we hop on a a video session Uh and everybody works on getting their email inboxes to zero, gets their entries to zero, gets their task list updated, takes a look at their calendar for the past two weeks in case Mm -hmm. there's something that they might have forgotten to do follow-up wise from an appointment or Uh maybe they get an idea because like, oh, yeah, that I I remember we were talking about that thing and I want to follow up with that person, right? So look at the past two weeks of calendar to see if there's anything that sparks something there. Look at the next two weeks of your calendar to see mm-hmm. if there's something you need to be prepping for or asking for or yeah. um, anything you might need to reschedule. Maybe you've overbooked yourself because that can happen. Mm-hmm. Um, but we do all of that every Friday. So you can just get everything kind of empty and reset. Mm-hmm. And I say what I the feeling I get is about to go on vacation feeling. Yes. Because that's the only time that people really do that. Unless they're doing this in a very systematic way, the mm-hmm. only time that people really get everything known and clear is right before they go on vacation. Right? Yeah. That's when everybody does it. And that's, they feel so, so good. So yes. And then yeah. they live the rest of their weeks mm-hmm. not so ever getting, getting that you're feeling. You're acting as you're going on vacation every week. Yeah. So yeah. I roll into the weekend and I don't have to worry Which about your a, vacation. a darn thing. Yeah. Right? Like yeah. I know where things are at. Not everything got done, and that's okay, but I sure. know what didn't get done, yep. and I can be relaxed and present with my people. Yeah, and that's really great that you have accountability uh, I was say, for right? your coaching students that all come together. Yeah. It's for me. I, I tell them all the time, like, y'all, yeah. like, I'm so glad you showed up for yourselves, but thanks uh-huh. for showing up for me today because exactly. it makes sure that I do well, this and too. Well, I always say, I always say how, you know, you, well, there's a couple of things not to procrastinate, but one of them, what we're talking about today is commit to somebody else, commit to somebody yes. else of what you're going to do. And people ask, well, how, how do you get projects done? And, you know, you've just say to somebody and say to somebody that is really important that you cannot let down, not like your close friend or your coworker that your buddies with, but make a commitment to somebody that's really important that you do not let them down. And what a better way than your students, you know, and how fun that you share that with them. I mean, thank you for being here to help keep me accountable as well in this. Um, I really doubt if you didn't have any coaching students on that call, you wouldn't get your stuff done. But anyway, oh no, you know. I I can I told you guys already. I can numb out on all sorts of yeah. not really productive activities, yeah. right? That's so awesome. It's it's a matter of knowing yourself and giving yourself what you need. And of I needed course. that, and I'm and I'm giving it to other people too. Yeah, I love that. So let's talk about why you do what you do. Why do why are you a productivity 
coach. Yeah, you know, we really focus today on the ground level of projects and actions, Mm -hmm. moving forward what matters most there, having systems in place to do that. But none of that matters if the stuff that you're doing doesn't tie into the the other elevations of life. So so your goals you're trying to get after, the vision for your life that you're creating. So how do you move that forward? So what happens on the ground level needs to align there. And then that doesn't matter if it's not in line or if it's not an expression of your values and your purpose. Mm -hmm. And so for me, productivity coaching isn't just about what we talked about today in terms of tasks and projects and actions and calendar. That's the system to support you. Uh Uh-huh. You need to have it all aligned and move everything forward that you want to be moving forward in your life. And and to me, it's like I just feel like life is way too short for us not to be happy and fulfilled and yeah. achieving things. Yeah. So that's that's why I do what I do. Love it. Yeah. Thank you. It's about a better – your why, it's amazing. Better quality of life for people so mm-hmm. they remove mm-hmm. that stress and that energy out of their lives. You know, Elise, we've talked a lot about um, kind of the hows and very specifics on getting organized. Mm-hmm. Let's kind of inch away and talk about kind of more of the 30,000-foot view as far as when you, with your clients and, you know, you have amazing clients, business people, what do you see as like the biggest block with people in business when things aren't working for them, but they just keep trugging along and just doing the same thing? You know, it's that doing the same thing over and expecting yeah. a different result. Kind they know of. it's wrong, but they you, keep doing but it. But they just keep doing yeah. it, right? Yeah. The insanity definition there. Um, yeah. What do you see as kind of the biggest hurdle for people and getting them out of that? Or why do you think people do that? To me, it's, it's all about having clarity of vision, right? So... What I, what I have found is that a lot of business owners, and I can fall into this category for sure, to, or into this too, is that can be very, we can be very reactive, mm-hmm. right? Because we, we're just trying to get the business that's coming in. We're just mm-hmm. trying to get that new client. We're just, you know, so it's just very reactive. And so that's one thing. The other thing is you can also be very passive. And I think this happens a lot with women is that we can be passive in terms of like, this is what I'm supposed to do as a woman in this world, right? Mm-hmm. And so you kind of just get on this track and you're just going and you're never quite getting to where you want to go. Mm-hmm. And so what that requires instead is intention. And intention starts with clarity. It yeah. starts with having a clear vision for where it is you want to go. It starts with allowing yourself to want more for yourself. And yeah. that's something that I, I have to be careful about. I tell mm-hmm. I tell people, like, listen, I need to know that you want this. When, I, when I'm talking to somebody who wants to work with me, I'm like, I need to know you want this because I will want it more for you than you're going to want it for yourself. Mm-hmm. So you got to match or exceed my level of desire for you in yeah. order for us to work together. And that requires being willing to want more and, and create that vision and get that clarity around that vision for what it is you really, really want. If you don't pause to do that, it's you're never going to make it there, yeah. right? And so you just stay on the hamster wheel, mm-hmm. right? Doing like you said, Tina, doing yep. things you know you shouldn't be doing, or exactly. doing, or not doing the things that you should be doing. Yeah, and would you agree too, uh, Elise, that it's creating a new habit to embrace change, mm-hmm. and you know, just really knowing that that you have to be willing to continue making those changes? Would you agree? Yeah, and the habit stuff is hard, people. Yeah. It's hard, and yeah. that's where you know we're talking about having really solid accountability partners. Mm-hmm. That's if that's what you need, get it. Give yourself whatever you need to form the habits yep. that that are going to take you to where you want to go. It's exactly. critical. Yeah, yeah. So as we're wrapping up our time here, uh, Elise, I would love it if you. Uh, would share something that you would like to share with our listeners, um, maybe a next step for them or a, a tip that you want to share. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm going to shamelessly plug. <laughs> I'm going to shamelessly plug right now. <laughs> 
get your system together, right? Yes. Figure out what you're figure out what you're lacking in your system. Get it together. If you need support with that, I have a program. It's called Get Your Systems Together, mm-hmm. and it's all about building that bonus brain. And what I what I've learned is it's not just about building the bonus brain and having the systems. Uh-huh. It's about painting a clear picture of reality for yourself, mm-hmm. so you can see how much it is you've truly committed to. That's what happens over and over again with people. Is they get the system in place and they get excited about that, and then they're yes. like. Oh my gosh! What have I done to myself? <laughs> look, at, look at what I put on myself. So, yeah. cr- start creating that system. Start getting that in place. And as soon as you start doing that, you're going to see a better, a bigger, a more clear picture of reality. Yes. So you can see here's where I'm really at right now. Here's where I'm trying to go, and you can start moving it forward. Yeah, and, and I just, I again, I'm a kindred spirits with Elise, and I just love what you're doing, and I just, you know, really believe that you're so important in people's lives because. Um, really, they need to be able to I talk about if you have to take control of your business so you can take control of your life back. And you know, majority of people are so stressed out in business. And so Elise can she can help you turn that stress to success. And, you know, then you can really live the life that you want to live. You can contribute the way you want to contribute and live life the way it's supposed to be lived. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. The way you want to live it. The way you want to live it. Mm-hmm. Love it. Elise, mm-hmm. thank you so much thank for coming you. back in studio. Thanks so much. And this is your host, Tina Mitchell, signing off for the day. And your co-host as well, signing off for the day. We'll be here next weekend, same time, same place, right here on 1150 AM KKNW. And thanks for being here. Tina Mitchell, MLO 145420, and Keelan Harvey, MLO 133075, are licensed loan originators with Gateway Mortgage Group, LLC, and MLS 7233. The views expressed by the speakers on the preceding program are those of the speakers and do not necessarily reflect the views of Gateway Mortgage Group, LLC, nor are they necessarily endorsed by Gateway Mortgage Group, LLC.